Welcome back to Rewilding for Women, where we talk about empowerment, empowerment from that deep, authentic space. We work on peeling back the layers so that we can get to our deepest purposes, our truest gifts, our, our heart's desires. And we do a lot of practices and a lot of um, ways of opening to this space. We go in through a lot of different doors. And today's episode, we go in through the door of big mama practice, big Shakti opening, big awakening. So the episode is entitled... Uh, the divine feminine or the sacred feminine and I intended to talk about her today <laughs> however it turned into pretty much an experiential episode so you're not gonna want to listen to this episode or watch this episode while doing something else I strongly encourage you to take full advantage of this episode and open to the transmission that's in it. So put yourself in a space where you can breathe, where you can move, where you can do the practice with us. I promise you, you will feel something. I promise you something will come out of this for you because it's big, potent energy. I don't often do these sorts of transmissions in podcasts or on videos or in live streams. Uh, they, I save them most often for retreat space or live workshop space or things where I'm in person with people or our member, our inner circle membership um, but this felt really right to open us and to share with you one of these really powerful practices. There's probably about 10 different practices mixed in to this. So I strongly encourage you to listen to this when you've got the space to drop in when you've got the space to breathe, to feel, to move, to honor the divine in you, to honor the sacred feminine. So if you're not in that space, I would say shut this thing off right now and wait until you get to a space for This is also an episode that you can come back to again and again and again to do this practice with, right? So this is kind of a practice that keeps on giving. So don't hesitate to continue with this and to follow along as we breathe, as we open, as we move, as I take you through this um, practice. Okay, um, really happy to share this episode with you. It's probably one of my favorites from a raw, energetic, transformative, empowering standpoint. I'd love to hear feedback. I'd love to hear what you're thinking. I'd love to see you in the Facebook group. 
I would love to see you in our membership, which is exactly what what this type of episode is 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 representative of in the membership. This is what we do. This is the work. This is doing the work. This isn't just talking about the work. This is the work. So if you like this episode, you definitely want to do the Inner Circle membership, which launches, launches in August. So, okay, lots and lots and lots of love to you and enjoy. Mwah. So before I dive in, I would love to know what, what's kind of burning in your system around the divine feminine or the sacred feminine? What questions? Are there any questions or are there things that feel confusing or things that um, there's so much stuff out there? There's so much, so many different paths. There's so many um, different teachers and different information. Um, I know we just did an episode on Kundalini Awakening, which is obviously we're kind of talking about the same stuff here. Um, but we're going to kind of come at it from a different angle. And that's, that's part of rewilding is coming at things from a lot of different angles. So if you're in workshops or retreats, um, a lot of different sort of practices you've probably seen the little blurb about rewilding a million times and it's it's a little bit tantric it's a little bit shamanic it's a little bit of astrology it's a lot of it experiential <laughs> it's a little bit of meditation it's a little bit of movement it's a little bit of ritual it's a it's a little bit of all these different things um, so there's a lot out there and and I think today we're just going to kind of come at the divine feminine from a, from a different angle is sort of my, my aim anyways. Um, Ashley, just now learning about this Kundalini awakening. Yeah, beautiful. Well, good. I will definitely um, start at foundational stuff, I think, in this, in this live stream. And then progress to maybe some, um, um, yeah, some of the more, not technical bits, but some of the deeper stuff, but I'll definitely start out with basics. I think, I think sometimes going back to the basics is, is so good for the system, so good for the mind to just feel back into the basics, even to go as far back to the basics as um, what is the sacred feminine? What, what are we actually talking about? I know we use this term, the divine feminine, the sacred feminine, and, and sometimes I don't even think we've, we, we know. Um, so I want to do that. Um, Barbara, I see you're here. Denny, hi gorgeous woman. I had dinner with Denny last night. We talked all things goddess. We talked, we actually, we talked about this episode last night, Denny and I did, and chatted a little bit about, well, I kind of went off on a little rant uh, about why weren't we, 
why weren't we introduced to this when we were young? And how different things would be if we were introduced to this when we were young. So it wouldn't, it would, it would just be foundational for us. It would be like we were taught uh, to have goals when we were young and we were taught to strive for things and, and to make things happen and to achieve and to accomplish. And we were taught a lot of times, especially in our Western, um, in our Western culture, Oh, this is, sorry, I'm just going to jump over here quickly to Tracy. Divine feminine versus divine masculine. Helpful to have a mention clear of the differences. Yep, perfect. And that's exactly what I'm talking about right now. So brilliant timing, Tracy, to put that in. Um, in our Western culture, a lot of us, my, my generation especially, the masculine way of being was revered and it was valued and it was useful and we were told to be high achievers to work very logically with our brains to make decisions we were told um, the doing right we were taught the doing but we oftentimes weren't taught the, the feminine essence, the divine feminine, the, the opening, the feeling. And there wasn't a value placed around intuition or connecting into source or that life force energy that runs through us. And that's aspects of the sacred feminine. <laughs> and so today's video, I want to talk about that. Um, but that was mine and Denny's, bit of mine and Denny's conversation last night. Um, background in some of David Data's ideas. Yeah. Similar from that tantric perspective, Tracy, from the um, Shiva Shakti. Yeah, absolutely. And so use that as a framework for what we're talking about today. Um, and then just feel. Feel what feels true for you. Feel what feels right for you. Okay. I think we're going to dive in. So... How do you guys feel about doing a bit of a transmission? Um, I don't do a whole lot in live streams. Um, I kind of keep that stuff for workshops, retreats. But I think, yeah, I think we should do one. Okay. Hearts and likes, if you feel like you're up for a bit of a meditation and a bit of a, an energetic opening and to just feel, breathe her so I can talk about the divine feminine until I'm blue in the face, but it's the opening, it's the feeling, it's the experience of her which is the essence of her, the truth of her. 
Okay, so I think we're good. I think we've gotten um, I think we've gotten the okay from the group, from the circle to uh, to do it, to dive in and, and we'll start with the with the practice. So everything that I talk about today is gonna to be tips. Everything that I talk about is going to be supports on opening up to the divine feminine. And what I'm going to invite you to do is get the heck out of your head. Get out of your mind. Part of what inspired today's episode is how often I watch, I, I, I watch the the dance in, in individuals that I work with. I watch the dance, the flipping from the being here, 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 to then this like, yeah, okay. I think something's happening. And then the, oh wait, that must not be real. Here, and then the, wait, what? Oh, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling this, this alive. Gosh, I want you to see my body. <laughs> Let me do this so you can see my body. Um, and, and so the, the flip from I'm, I'm here, it's, things are opening. She's opening. I'm stepping closer towards the divine feminine or I'm feeling her roll through my body right or I'm getting a sense of what the sacred feminine feels like and then this thing kicks back in so that it's a flip back here like oh wait let me analyze this what does this mean what should I be doing here maybe I shouldn't be doing this and then it's just come back to body wisdom body wisdom is such a such a I use that term so often and I use I use terms like body wisdom I use terms like Shakti I use terms like the feminine her she the goddess um, uh, to explain the same the same thing right so if we just go with the term body wisdom, and that's not an all-encompassing term of her, but for this practice, I want us to frame it from a place of body wisdom. Remember, we're just coming in different doors. So like I said at the beginning, we're just gonna kinda come into a different door. There's a lot of different doors to get to the same place but I kind of want to take this doorway of just the body wisdom. So if you start to feel into what does body wisdom feel like to you, it doesn't come from here, right? It comes from this deeper place. So you just start to feel body wisdom. I would say for, for many of us, body wisdom would be womb space or hara, that, that deeper, that deeper place within, right? It's an inner, it's, a, it's an inner place within. 
So, some tips before we even start to open to this and before I take us through this meditation. Tips around this is to start, do you see what my body's doing? So, to start moving your body, to start breathing your body, right? Your physiology can lead the way. So, physiologically, if I start to change, right? Physically, I start to move and I start to shift. That starts to shift my inner energetic system. It shifts my mind, right? We're all, everything's all connected. We're this whole system. But if I just start to physically start to move, this is why you see things like kundalini dance. When you see a lot of movement practices, you see some of those kundalini shake, which is an Osho meditation or music. And they come with specific movements like that. It's just the bouncing. Come with movements because there's this doorway that we can access the divine feminine and one of those doorways is is the movement and the movement brings us into our bodies it starts to open that door so this is a doorway so before we go into this meditation this transmission for lack of a better word i just want you moving breathing get get up if you're sitting get up if you can, right, unless you're driving your car, don't get up. Or you're at your desk and your boss is watching you, don't get up. But do you see how my breath has also started to change, right? You might start to hear it differently in that I'm breathing, I'm breathing into this deep space, right? I'm not just these shallow, like, stuck breaths. I'm also exhaling through my mouth. Right? So there's this movement, there's this breath, and you can almost sort of start to get a sense of, of your, your body kind of starting to open. It's a relaxing feeling, it's an opening feeling, it's a softening feeling. This is the feminine. There is no push. There is no control with the feminine. There is no um, holding on to a desired outcome with her. That is not how this is going to happen, right? She will smack you in the face if you try to control her and put a desire. It just won't happen, right? So it's, it's this, if you think of water, right? Water is a very feminine um, in Chinese uh, medicine or Chinese practices, what they say water is very yin, right? Moon energy is very feminine. So it's this, it's just breathing and you're just starting to feel softening, relaxing, opening, 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 opening. What, what would it mean if I were to open? If I were to physically open my body, remember, physical will follow energetic. So uncrossing the legs, uncrossing the hands, opening. So my feet are about shoulder width apart because it allows my legs to be open. I want my legs, I want my first chakra open 
the sacred feminine, the divine feminine is so very much related to our first chakra, our second chakra, our third, right? Like she is embodied. She comes from the earth. When we talk about kundalini awakenings and we do a lot of these kundalini um, openings and movement, we work with this snake energy that comes from the base of the spine, the first chakra, right? The I'm not so good with terms, but I think it's the muladhara. Is it the muladhara? I don't know. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong. But um, the base of the spine, and you just want to start to open. So if your hips are not rocking right now, you better start moving those things. Even if you start and it feels awkward or you feel like you're forcing it, I don't care. That's how it starts, right? The physical is a door opener to the energetic. And again, this is just one way. So I'm taking us in one way. This is, there's a lot of other ones, but starting to do the physical, right? You're starting to rock the hips. You're starting to open, right? And you just feel into that first chakra. That first chakra, which is the space between your legs, the perineum, your yoni, yeah, yeah. Your yoni is a huge part of the sacred feminine, right? Yoni, when I say yoni, I just mean vagina, that whole system, the opening, the whole, the late, the whole opening up into the womb is even included when I talk about yoni. Um, how open, how relaxed are you? I promise you, womb, and how open, healed, I shouldn't say healed, how open, how relaxed, how juicy, how alive, how moist the womb space is, or the vagina is, is very much related to how awake and how alive the feminine is within you, right? So practices around there. I know we've talked about yoni steaming, but there's a reason I'm talking about the vagina. It's not just because I like talking about the vagina, it's because it's so innately linked to the feminine, right? So what we're doing is we're starting to open up this, this river of life, this this channel within us, right? This channel that, that kind of carries uh, the, the sort of primary energy of her. Yeah, of course she, she flows through our entire bodies, but there's kind of this, this channel of, um, of energy and we could get into all this technical specifics of it but I don't want to do that. Um, so it's just, it's here. So now we're just gonna start to breathe, right? Starting to breathe. And you just, you just drop into the body. So things that I say a lot of times is, what does the body want to do? 
What is the body wisdom asking of you? Not the mind, not the mental space, not what are you trying to achieve. What are you feeling, right? What are you feeling? Drop in, drop in. And I'd like, if you're new to this or there's not much happening for you, drop into that first chakra, right? So drop down. I want you down. So drop. Can you breathe? Breath is really powerful and helps us to take our awareness. You can use your breath to open up every single chakra. You can use your breath to invite the sacred feminine to awaken, to arise, to move, to dance you. So breath is a powerful tool for us. So using the breath, can you breathe the breath all the way down to the base of the spine, right? So we're just... We're enlivening. It's almost as if you're giving her breath. You're giving her oxygen. You're giving space to this life force energy within you, right? I'm loving the heart. I'm loving it. Do you hear the sound that's coming out of me, right? So sound is a very powerful energetic mover, a very powerful opener. So soundings, but sounding from the depth, not just sounding. So your sound may start like, uh, maybe this weird coming from up here. And, but trust it, just start, make a sound any sound and then drop it right so it's it's a uh, here and then i go oh wait what would it sound like if i came from this first chakra came from this first chakra or came from my womb space what would the, do you hear how my voice drops right so just breathing and sounding from that place space now so we've kind of opened up first chakra now coming into second chakra womb space right how would your body move if you moved from your womb how would it move how does your womb want to move your body right this is another practice of just starting to tap into her so coming and just letting it happen. No thinking, no judgment. This is one of the biggest things is no, ju no judging your movement, no judging your sound, no freaking comparing. Do not compare to what I'm doing. It's, she will show up so differently for you and differently for the next woman, right? That's the beauty of her, she's wild. She's wild, you do not, we do not control her. We invite her, 
we open to her, but we don't control her, we don't push her, we just open. It's a surrendering, it's an opening, it's a sinking in, it's an allowing, it's a saying yes to, and then dropping, continuing to drop out of judgment, drop out of judgment, drop out of, what is my body wanting to do? So continuing to just move, continuing to sound, Letting the sound be there. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna breathe now. So I'm gonna keep us kind of in this meditative space or I'm gonna drop into a meditative space and I invite you to as well. If it helps to keep your eyes open to watch, um, you can, but I would feel. So if you can, I would just, I would really start to just feel your body and focusing on breath, focusing on sound. If there's sound, there's no pushing though. And you just trust the body, the body will move. Once you kind of open to her, the body will just move in a way that you normally wouldn't move, right? Like I don't walk down the street doing this. Because she's, she's moving me, right? So I just say yes to her energy. And then I follow her, right? So I, I follow her. She's in, she's in the lead here. So using breath, breathing, opening, feeling, trusting, whatever is happening. And if not much is happening, that's fine. You just keep breathing, relaxing, trusting, feeling. Coming up to your third chakra, that power, that power center. Maybe rubbing your hands on that power center. Can you let go of some of the control, right? Can you let go? This is part of the surrendering to her, part of the opening to can you, can you just Can you just let go of a bit, right? And just open. Just open, feel, right? The feminine is this blissful, ecstatic, it's not logic. She doesn't make any sense when you're in the raw, 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 raw energetics of her for this practice anyways. It's simply pure like bliss and joy and ecstasy and just trusting her, right? and how she wants to move you. She knows how to open you. She knows how to heal you, right? She knows how to derubble you. She knows how to unkink the lines. She knows how to open your sexuality. She knows how to open the medicine woman and the gifts within you. She knows. We just have to trust her. So we have to find the practices that open us to her um, and, 
and trust her. <laughs> okay. Whew. I could continue doing this all live stream. Um, I'm seeing lots of hearts. I would love for us to share. So I would love to just share what you're experiencing. I think this is a really powerful um, way of understanding how different she shows up in different women. So if you can, just write a word or a sentence or two sentences to share in this experience, right? We're in this beautiful circle together. And the more that we, the more that we share, the more that we receive, the more that we share, the more that we receive. So, so I encourage you to share what that was and then read. So also it's, um, we share from this heart space and read from a heart space. Not logical, it doesn't have to be logical. This is what I felt, what I experienced, what happened for me in this. And then oftentimes what happens is reading another woman's or hearing another woman's experience does something in our system. It awakens something, it enlivens something, it triggers something, it hits a place within us. So this in itself is extraordinarily powerful. Um, and we've got this beautiful circle where we can do that. So I just encourage you to share. I'm not going to um, read too much out. Just maybe a little bit. Lots of energy shifting. I feel live, um, gyrating, circular, uncontrolled, sexual, expanded, love beyond resistance. <laughs> Wishing I wasn't at work right now. Sorry, Belinda. Sensual energy. Um, lots of feeling, yeah, 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 right, this is her, teary-eyed, oh no, I almost hit the cancel button on the live stream, um, teary-eyed but laughing and happy, uh, yeah, so, ooh, I think it feels really right for us to to breathe into our hearts. So another thing that she does, she does a lot of things, right? But something else that feels um, really valuable for our circle and in this moment and in this energy that we're in is to breathe our heart. So just take your attention to your heart space. Breathe your heart, right? Just, just breathe. Just take your awareness here. What's going on in your heart? Just the witness aspect, right? Witnessing. There's no pushing. There's just witnessing what, what's in my heart. What is in my heart? Breathing, feeling, honoring. It's just an honoring of what's in your heart. It's a sensation. 
What's the emotion? And now from this space, is there an intention that arises from your heart? Not from your mind. Is there an intention or are, um, is there something in your life that you would like to invite the divine feminine or Shakti into? So maybe an area of your life or a situation in your life or part of your body trusting what arises from your heart not overthinking it but what arises is there something that you would like to invite the divine feminine into this isn't like a request prayer per se it's an invitation to her right it's a I'm on my knees asking. I'm on my knees asking you from a devoted place. And it's what's arising in the heart. Do you feel how this is different um, from those request type prayers? All right, so it's what's in your heart. Can you invite her? Does it feel right to invite her into an aspect of your life? So for me, I've invited her into our circle. I've invited her into this live stream. That was, that was my invitation. That was my on my knees asking her um, if this is in everybody's highest good. Can we do this? Can we open to you? And then I ask her to guide me. I didn't know we were going to do a meditation today. I had no idea what was going to unfold. And that's part of this. That's part of the magic of her. So when I said we're going to talk about her gifts, part of her gifts are... We have this trust in the moment-to-moment unfolding of life that we don't have when we're coming from a different place. So it's, and there's such a magic in creating from this space, creating from a space of being connected to her and letting go of the control, letting go of the outcome. So we create this Shiva container. So when we talked about the divine masculine, we create this Shiva container or this aim, right? There's nothing wrong with having goals. There's nothing wrong with um, having intentions. So I'll give the example of uh, a rewilding retreat simply because 
I work in this energy so much and it's really easy for me to explain it. But this relates to every aspect of life. This relates to every, everything you're wanting to create. Everything. So when I, um, when I create a retreat, I come from a space of here's, I have to be masculine in some of it. I have to decide on dates. I have to decide on the venue. I have to decide on um, how many women. I, I, there's a lot of decisions to be made in the creation and there is this space or this container, right? So masculine is like the consciousness that we talk about, the atmosphere. So I'm creating this very safe space, this very Shiva-like masculine space. And in that, there are times. So time is, is also kind of this physical world. Um, there's, a, there's an agenda. Well, not really. I'll talk about that in a minute. But there's an agenda as far as we're starting on a Friday at noon and we're ending on a Sunday at 4 p.m., right? So I've created this container and there's a certain feel to it. There's certain intentions. It's this um, retreat might be the union of the masculine and the feminine or this retreat might be sole purpose or this retreat might be. So there's this kind of overall creation intention. And that's very masculine, very masculine space. I come up with those plans and those, um, make those decisions very connected though to her. So even though I'm kind of creating this masculine space, Everything's still coming from not just logically what makes sense here, but what is she asking for? What is, and I say the divine, and the divine, the divine feminine is just the, um, <laughs> to me, that's the energy that talks to me. That's the energy that moves me. So I know we use these masculine and feminine principles. They're just a framework. It's not feminine and it's not masculine. So at the end of the day, it's, it's not. They're just words and frameworks, again, to use. Um, so when I say the divine, it's literally like the divine, just the feminine aspect of the divine is what moves through my body, is what I watch in other people, what I watch awaken in other women. It's the kundalini that we talk about. It's the shakti rising. It's the, the openings, right? Uh, it's the... It's, it gets translated. So that's the divine wisdom that gets translated into intuition, into those deep knowings, into wisdom. So oftentimes you call it wisdom goddess empowerment. It's, it's literally like the divine's way of running through our system, right? It's that big high 
high, 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 high energy being expressed through us. So the expressed through us component is what's considered the divine feminine. That's what's considered the divine feminine. If I could give you one definition, it's that. It's that's the divinity being embodied and being expressed through us, being translated in whatever way through us. So now back to, um, back to creating retreat or the space, right? So, so then the divine masculine, which is very much out, out, out here. Does that make sense? So divine masculine is, um, uh, is, is just uh, consciousness, right? It's like I always say, it's the atmosphere and the feminine is the weather pattern that shows up inside of the atmosphere. It's the life dance. So the feminine is the, the, the dance of life where, and these are high principles, right? And again, they're not masculine and they're not feminine. We just use that as a framework to try to talk about things. So, uh, so when this space gets created, so retreat gets created, and, and there's a framework. There's a space, there's a venue, there's certain things that hold, that are the container. So it's protective, it's, it's the atmosphere. Now, what happens within this atmosphere? So I've controlled that. Does that make sense? So I've, I've, contro I've controlled that. Um, I've created that via decisions. So I've said this many women, this many meals, this many days, this venue. Now we get there. And what happens is there's this intention held. And it is, I mean, the, the only intention I ever actually really hold is what is the highest, most divine, most loving thing that can happen here. That is my only job. Literally, that is my only job. Every one-on-one -on -one session, every single retreat, every single workshop, that's my job. It is literally staying as aligned to that as I possibly can. As little of human Sabrina stuff getting in the way, as little of controlling mind stuff. You can use the word ego, although the word ego is driving me crazy at the moment. Because um, I think we don't necessarily know what it means all of the time. But so, so within this space, right, is this mysterious unfolding in the unknown. I am not at all attached to uh, or I try to not be, now that I've been doing this for a long time, like it's very different um, and it's rather easy. So this all shifts and changes. You are constantly in surprise. You are constantly 
surprised at the unfolding because you don't know it. You can't possibly know it. Your mind cannot possibly grasp how intelligent the divine is. I cannot possibly grasp what's going to unfold in a one-on-one -on -one session because the energy is changing every single second, every millisecond, the energy is changing. So, so what I just felt into and what I just read and what I had decided was going to happen one minute ago, I now have one more minute's worth of information and one more minute worth of shifting, changing, opening, transforming. So now it has to look different, right? I'm hoping this is making sense because this is one of the most, um, one of the most challenging things for me to try to explain. Um, and so, so in a retreat or in a workshop, right? There's this holding, there's this space, there's this overall theme or intention, but in it is this this dance, this absolute unfolding, and you. It's follow the energy. So you've probably heard me say that. I say that all of the time. And what am I following? I'm following her. I'm following her. I'm following what is the divine being expressed through me. What is the divine that gets expressed as life force itself? How does that Shakti want to move my mouth? How does that Shakti want to um, show up in the room? How does that Shakti, even right down to archetypal energies and goddess energies, how does that Shakti want to express herself? What face is she choosing in this moment? So you'll see, I never tell you what archetypes we're going to go into. I can tell you which faces of the feminine that we're gonna go into or the masculine. But I can't tell you which archetypal energies oftentimes until we're in it. I might know who we're gonna start with, but let's say we start with, uh, with Lolita and, and she just does this gorgeous open. I don't know what that opening is gonna bring about for us because I don't wanna know because I would be controlling it. And I would be limiting her power. I would be limiting the magic of the divine. I would be limiting the miraculous capabilities of the divine because I'm controlling it. So if I said, we're going to do Lolita, then we're going to do Medusa, then we're going to do Hecate, then we're going to do Kali, then we're going to do Shiva. I have just robbed us of potentially an experience that is that much more expansive, that much more healing, that much more opening, that much more transforming. Does that make sense? Because I'm not following her. And her, the divine feminine, is, is the wisdom of consciousness itself, right, is, is, I will tell you what, the divine brain is a whole lot smarter than the Sabrina brain. 
can see a whole hell of a lot more. This thing can barely even grasp how the human body works. We still don't have any idea of how our psyches work or how our minds work or how our emotions, we have no idea. We have barely scratched the surface. So if I think that coming from my logical little brain is going to be the most empowering, the most miracle, the, the, the most, yeah, empowering, the wisest place to come from, I'm totally kidding myself, <laughs> right? So the job here is her, her, not just her in a retreat or her in a workshop, her in my life, her in my life, her in my relationship, because this is our way of connecting it. This is our way of translate. She translates what is something that is so big and so wise that we can't possibly fathom all of it at one time. There's just no way. But what she does for us is she translates it for us. We don't even have to think. We literally just have to feel, feel, and then let from that place of feeling and following her, let it translate into her mind, into how she wants to create from that space how she wants to show up from that space, how she wants to heal your body from that space, how she wants to de-rubble you from that space, how she wants to express herself through you, your soul gifts. We talk about soul gifts. We talk about soul purpose. This is a woman you want to have in your back pocket, right? In your back pocket because she can see what you can't see. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I wanted to share on the divine feminine, on the sacred feminine. Um, I think that's enough. I think that's it. I think, I think I've given you as much of a feel for her, and I feel like I've honored her as much as I can possibly honor her. And I've worked so hard in this episode to translate her into words, which is so challenging for me sometimes. And I feel as soon as I start to, to, to use words, the, the, there's a lost in translation bit. Right? I, I lose the purity and the essence and the energy of her. But I hope, I hope that this has done a little something to, to help you feel into her, to help you open to her, because that's what it is. It's not a logical understanding. It's an opening, it's a feeling, it's a trusting, it's a surrendering, a sinking into. Um, and I'm seeing all of your love hearts, and I think we should just continue the love hearts as an I see you practice again with 
with our circle and just massive, massive gratitude, massive love, massive love, right? Massive love for what we do here every week. Massive love for the for the ability to sit in circle with you every week. Massive love for you co-creating this with me, right? This is a web and we're all, it's all an interconnected web. And so just you, I know I say this every week, but just you being here is, is what makes this happen, is, is exactly what makes this happen. So I have, I just want to like keep, keep shaking and vibrating. <laughs> and I want all of you to be in my living room right now so we could do some like big mama opening practices, right? Like we could really shake some stuff up and we could really open the lines. So why do we de-rubble so we can open the lines to her? We can get all the crap out of the way that's stopping us from living from this place. Okay. Um, I have so much love for you ladies, and I will see all of you next week. That'll be our last one, by the way. Um, so here, I'll just give you a quick little update. Um, next week will be our last live stream for just a little while, tiny, tiny little while. I promise we're going to keep doing the weekly episodes, but I get on a plane the following week and then I'm actually in the air when I'm supposed to be doing a live stream so we're going to skip next week's live stream and the week after that so probably two-ish three-ish weeks it's kind of a big transition period for me coming up so I just want to give space to that and really honor um, this last season of rewilding the uh, which is season three of Rewilding. So really just want to reflect, honor, feel into all of that. Um, but we will absolutely be back with live streams and the inner circle. So this is what the inner circle is about. So it's, it's, it's practices. So today's episode was, was practice, was feeling, was, was the experiential component of it. And that's what the inner circle is gonna be, is this with the different archetypal energies with both the masculine, both the feminine. Um, yeah, we're gonna do some work. We're gonna do some work together. So I hope all of you join me on that. And we'll do that in August. We'll kick that off. Okay, I love you all so much. I'm done talking. Have a great, great week, and I'll see you next week. Mwah!